COVID, how do you lead with empathy and compassion? How are your people going, really? By the end of this video, you're gonna have three tips for leading with empathy and compassion through COVID. I'm John O'White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We work with leaders around the world and thank you for subscribing, following. If you haven't done that yet, please do that now. Like and share, it helps get the word out so that more leaders can become the best they can be. So I appreciate your help on that. COVID, how to lead with empathy and compassion. Three tips. The first tip is listening. At a time like this, there are businesses that are really struggling. There are organizations that are struggling. There are people who have lost loved ones. Uh, you know, there's a lot of grief, there's a lot of pain. And as an example, uh, where I'm from in Australia, there's a part of our state within Australia that is incredibly dependent on international tourism and it's called Cairns. Cairns is an amazing uh, part of the world. I highly recommend it if you are looking for a holiday destination post COVID or if you're in Australia, you can go there now. Cairns is beautiful. It's where my wife and I spent part of our honeymoon and we just love it up there. It's a beautiful part of the world, great barrier reef, snorkeling, um, seafood, amazing, um, and, and restaurants, beautiful hinterland areas and just amazing beaches and just, um, yeah, just a beautiful part of the world. Right now, they're really, really struggling. So you put yourself in their shoes. How do they lead with empathy and compassion when you are laying people off? How do you lead with empathy and compassion when you know that your bottom line is getting thinner and thinner and thinner and, and, and you're wondering how, you know, as a leader, how do I let people go? And um, this, this is just all very hard. Well, there's, there's no silver bullet. Times like this are really hard. Times like these are hard and there's no easy way to let people go. But listening is my first tip because if people feel heard, it makes everything else easier. It doesn't make everything else easy. There's gonna be things that are hard for everyone, but it does make everything else easier. How do, you, how do you listen well? I always recommend active listening. And the reason active listening is so powerful is you want people to feel heard. At a time like this, as a leader, how do your people feel they're listened to? If you were to ask them, or if I was to come in and ask them, would they say that, um, you know, Jenny really, wow, I really feel heard by Jenny, my leader. Or would they say, no, she's, she's removed and she doesn't really get it. And as leaders, we can be defensive. You know, well, they, don't, they just don't understand, which is true, they, you know, they, they might not. That doesn't change the responsibility on you as a leader to do everything you can to help them to say this sentence, I really feel heard. This sentence is so powerful because when people feel heard, they feel cared for. And I know leaders out there are saying, how do I care for my people? When you're having to let people go and do these things, in the midst of it, what does it look like to truly care for my people? Well, one simple thing you can do with the people that you directly uh, work with who report to you, and one thing you can encourage throughout your organization is listen, let's listen well. Let's have people through this challenging time describe to each other and to their families and friends that they feel heard at work. So how do you, how do you lead with empathy and compassion through COVID? Great listening. Um, the second thing I would say about empathy and compassion is 
um, leading through COVID is really around your communication. And I would say um, communicate with vulnerability. Communicate with vulnerability. We, we talk about this idea of vulnerability. Brene Brown writes fantastic books on vulnerability. Uh, Patrick Lencioni talks about vulnerability being the cornerstone of a healthy team and really a healthy organization. Vulnerability, vulnerability, vulnerability. And then the day comes as a leader where we have something to share and we think, oh, you know what, I won't quite say it like that because I've got to protect my personal brand. And this is one of those half-truths, isn't it? Because your personal brand, yes, you don't want to share everything with everyone. Um, at an extreme, if you just turned up to work naked, that wouldn't be a good thing, would it? So ultimate vulnerability, we're not saying there's no boundary on this. What we are saying is that if you can communicate with vulnerability, remind people you're a human, remind people you're a person. Don't, don't opt out of the responsibility you're taking for them. Tell them, you know, tell your people, communicate with them about how much they mean to you. Communicate with them about the vision you have for the organization. Communicate with them about what's going on in the world and how hard it is through COVID and be vulnerable. Be real with them. Tell them, give them some insight into the hard decisions you're having to make. Give them a heads up. Don't protect them too much. Give them a heads up, even if it means you might lose a couple of people because they jump first before you have to make some decisions. Take that, take that hit because if you'll communicate with vulnerability, your people will not only thank you now, but when you get to the other side of this, and you've got to remember, it's not just the people on, on your bus right now who are working with you. It's the people who have been on your bus who you've had to let go, who once things recover, you're gonna be able to pick up again. You want those people to say, you know what, Jenny, one thing I always appreciated was how you shared um, with such vulnerability how you communicated with vulnerability through COVID, thank you. So that's the second tip for COVID leading with empathy and compassion. First one is listening, help your people feel heard. Um, the second one is all around vulnerability and communicating with vulnerability. And the third one is when it comes to empathy and compassion is to uh, be a presence in your organization. Be present in your organization. How present do your people feel you are in your organization? I know for me, when things are really hard and I don't know what to do as a leader, there's an easy option. Close the door, close the door and look busy and think and wonder what am I gonna do? Okay, that's normal. I'm not saying to go out and mingle for 10 hours a day. I like the idea that someone shared with me recently of different types of leadership presence. I think this is genius actually. Different types of leadership presence. You need to think about the different ways you can be present with your people. What do I mean by that? Uh, well, let's talk about schools. I think the school principal is an example of someone who has, who's sort of forced to do this because they, they can't, in the structure, they can't really be in the room teaching every, uh, every class, when, particularly when you've got a very large school. One of the things I love about the principals I work with is they'll often stand at the gate when people are coming and, and arriving for the day. And do they have more important things to do? Absolutely. Board meetings, financials, new buildings. But when they're standing at the gate, what they're doing is they're picking a moment 
It might be one day a week, it might be every day. They're picking a moment where there's maximum parents and students, their stakeholders are coming past and they're, and they're taking this moment. Instead of seeking out one parent, they're able to say hello and stop and have a quick conversation with 10, 20, 30 parents who are dropping kids off. And that's a great example of leadership presence. That's, that's the, um, that might be the informal presence. And there is a framework for this um, that I'm probably massacring a little bit, but I just wanted to use this as a, uh, just to give you a bit of insight into leadership presence. Um, there's also your formal presence. So this is something you probably already do, and it's things like those formal events, um, you know, making, if there's a speech that you give, or if there's an annual general meeting, or if, you know, there's your formal presence. But there are, there are different and creative ways you can use your presence. And the question we wanna ask is, how do your people feel regarding how present you are as a leader? How present do your people feel you are as a leader? And you wanna do everything you can, and you can be very smart with this. You can, you can do videos that get circulated. Um, you, can, uh, you can write emails. You can do a voice message and then send it, send it to all with a five minute update. You can pick a couple of key places where there's maximum um, sort of tension or where there's the most bodies in your organization on the front line doing their work and make some time, even if it's once a month, to go and spend time with them. Even if you have no idea what you're doing, just ask, see how you can help and just be around and, and chat with them. Is it awkward? Do we hear things we don't wanna hear? Yes, yes. Um, unless you're an extreme extrovert, sure, it is a bit awkward. You, you will hear things you don't want to hear and, uh, you know, um, at the same time, you gain tenfold and a hundredfold in trust by being present with your people. And there's something about a leader who's present. One thing I hear a lot when I get leaders to reflect um, and ask this question, I'll get you to do it wherever you are now, I want you to think, who, who is, who are some of the greatest leaders you've ever been led by? Think about it. Who are some of the leaders that have had the best impact on you where you think that, wow, I really enjoyed being led by them. I was really transformed in that season when I was led by them. Okay, how present were they with you as a leader? Or let me put it a different way. How present did you feel they were? One thing I hear a lot from leaders as you mull on that is they say, I loved the way this leader would get in the trenches with me. Isn't that true? Great leaders get in the trenches. Great generals, even though they're calling all the shots, when it comes to it, they're willing to get in the trenches to run over the wall with their, you know, with their team. And as leaders, that's what we want to do. And some of that is about literally putting yourself out there, but you can think creatively. Find informal, formal, creative video, email, ways to be present with your people. Uh, voice memos, attending social events, pick your moments, pick your places, pick your channels and be present with your people. Even if, and your agenda is just to be present. It doesn't have to be to do anything else other than to connect with the people you lead. There are three tips for COVID, leading with empathy and compassion. One is all around listening. You want your people to say this, wow, I feel so heard. Number two is about communicating with vulnerability. Even if people decide to leave because you communicate the human side of how challenging your organization is finding it, when you pick them back up and they come back and work for you in the next couple of years when things recover, 
you will hear them say, one thing that got me to come back is that through that time period, I really appreciated how you communicated with such vulnerability through a really hard time. And then the third thing um, that I would say around leaders is about leadership presence. What are the, how, how present do your people feel that you are as a leader? And if you can transform that, then that I believe is empathy and compassion in a season like COVID. Uh, if this has helped you get clear on anything in your leadership, then wherever you're watching or listening, comment with the word clarity. Everything we do is around clarity. And um, once again, thank you for subscribing and following. If you haven't already, please do that now. Subscribe, follow, like, share. It helps us to get the word out to help more leaders to become the best they can be. It also means that you stay in the loop. We have just secured some amazing guests for Q&A sessions on leadership that's gonna be coming up in all parts of the world, for Australia, for Europe, for the US, and they're gonna be amazing um, online events that you can access. So make sure you check those out. Plus, we are, I believe it's this week, we're hitting 1,000 leaders who've done our seven questions on leadership. What are the seven questions on leadership? Go to consultclarity.org and you can see all of them. It's like just a catalog of uh, wisdom from leaders who are on the front line leading, whether they've been leading for 10 years or 60 years, there's so much wisdom in there and I'd highly recommend that you check that out. Um, so thank you for watching or listening and I'll catch you next time. Cheers.